Well, you only live once, maybe not. And this life right now might be all we've got. So let's contemplate the hereafter while we speculate with some laughter about this grim thing that happens to us all after that final curtain call. But before you take that final breath, let's laugh about, let's laugh about Welcome to Let's Laugh About Death, the dramedy podcast that celebrates life while contemplating the inevitable. I'm your host, Tim Rooney, and I've had a lot of weird feelings lately. Um, you know, I, it's something that occurred to me today, I, I'm trying to build this thing that's going to hopefully turn into a, another thing that will give me the opportunity to do another thing, basically business stuff. But, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm getting all worried and I'm getting all beating myself uppy and all that kind of stuff. And I sit there and I go, you know, why am I so worried about doing this crap? Why am I so afraid of just failure or success or whatever? You know, if I'm not afraid of dying, why the hell would I be afraid of that shit? That's, that shit's trivial. So, you know, it's something that I just, I really have to struggle with from time to time. And I'm sure everybody else struggles with it. And it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, I, I wish we could just have an answer. I wish we could just be told, you do this, you do this, and it's going to work out fine. You know, it's kind of like an end game. You know, not to be a spoiler here, but you know what? Yeah, this movie's been out long enough. Everybody should know what happens. So, the end of Infinity War where Doctor Strange sits there and does that whole, you know, wig out type of like dance thing. And then he comes back and says, there's one, re- one way that it's going to work. And 14 million or whatever that are not going to work kind of thing. And you basically find out in Endgame that that was the one that's working. I wish someone could tell me that one. You know, I wish someone could say, you do this, you do this, you do this, and you'll be good. But yet I still sit there and, you know, wonder and beat myself up and think I suck at stuff and think I'm not good enough or not worthy or whatever the hell it happens to be. You know, I don't know. I guess it's just one of those things that everybody has to fight with from time to time. And I've been doing my sh- <clears throat> Yeah. I get swallowed a bug. There's little spiders in the office here. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's one of those things that people just struggle with from time to time. So anyway, uh, my guest today is someone that I went to high school with. And she was was very cool. We used to hang out in the art room. Uh, There was like a main part of the art room. And then there was like the back area of the art room where there was like, you know, a bunch of closets and stuff. And then there was a little cubby room behind there. We talk about it, in fact, a little bit in the episode. And uh, it's almost like it was the breakfast club back there or something. You know, we were, we weren't quite the rejects, but we were just kind of like the, yeah, I guess you could say the misfits. I wasn't necessarily, you know, one of those kids who was like targeted, but I was definitely not one of the cool kids. So I was kind of one of the misfits. So, and that's honestly where I like to be. You know, why should you fit into anything? Why should you be pegged into some kind of stereotype or whatever, you know, be, be that kid who kind of stands out, be that person who stands out. You can definitely tell that by looking at me. I don't fit into any kind of eh, genre, if you will. But, uh, you know, and that got me thinking about something else that happened, uh, a couple years back. Speaking of high school, you know, I, I, there was someone that was at the high school reunion who I really didn't care for in high school. And not that I was, you know, picked on by him, uh, he did do a couple things that were kind of dickish, but, you know, I sit there and I, 
I went to the reunion and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go say hi to this guy. I'm going to go shake his hands and I'm going to just forget all this crap. I mean, not like I dwelled on it forever, but you know, it's one of those things that we, most of us have that person in our lives. And this guy wasn't that person. (laughs) He didn't register that much on my radar either, but most of us have someone or something in our lives that we just dwell on. And I had this realization recently and I kind of, I wrote this down and it says, Don't dwell. Why let assholes take up any space in your mental inventory anymore? Guaranteed, you've never even been in their clearance bin. Think about that. Most people who've pissed you off, most people who've done you wrong, have probably long time forgotten. They don't even give a shit anymore, so why should you? Anyway, with that being said, my conversation here is with Jennifer Stone Sparks. Uh, I knew her as Jenny Stone back in high school, and it kind of goes all over the place. It's, uh, you know, no real direction. We get into paranormal type stuff and, you know, different things that uh, that she's experienced. And, you know, it's just all over the board, And which is sometimes the best trait of a good conversation. You know, why, why have to force yourself on any certain things? So anyway, here's my conversation with Jenny Stone, and enjoy. Okay, I think it worked. Wow. It's going. Well, hey, Jenna, it was good talking with you. I'll talk to you later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Any... conversation. Yeah. No, so how you been? <laughs> I've been good. I've been good. How about you? Ah, oh, pretty good, pretty good, except for this freaking laptop giving me all kinds of freaking... Oh, yeah. Uh, for those Technology of you listening... wonderful thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's supposed to make our lives, quote, easier. But, uh, yeah, it, well, it's just a matter of learning the software. I'm still getting the hang of it. I, I use I use video editing software, and Chris yeah. uses audio editing software. So this is up his alley, okay. and it's a little bit different, and it's just kind of yep. – it's, it's, it's GM Ford. You know what I mean? It's, it's close, but yep. not quite the same. So yeah, And I noticed the little right. reference there, the Michigan reference, the hometown Saginaw oh, reference. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. See, see? I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. But uh, so, what have you been up to? Oh, you know, just um, uh, still healing. So healing. I have neck surgery, as you know. No, I did not and, know that. Um, yeah, I, I have neck surgery. Well, I have the memory of a starfish, so I really. Uh, you probably told you. me seventeen times, and I'm like, wait, what? Uh, I have pictures on Facebook with me with a neck brace on, and everything. <laughs> you know what? I think I did see those now that you mention it. Yeah. So yeah. T- you know what? Give give me a backstory on that. Well, first of all, you know what? I know you. But what tell yeah. tell tell the people listening what uh, who you are, what you do. Well, I'm Jen, as you know, went to school with you, Tim. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, really, I'm just right now a uh, a wife and a mom, and I'm not working right now because I had a work injury. So I am not working; haven't worked since 2016. Wow! And I'm very bored. <laughs> Hey, very bored. Do a podcast. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. You know, well, seriously. I mean, the other day I booked my first calamari, so I completely, you know, tore apart a uh, squid with my son and his two friends. That's always fun. <laughs> so That's now a... I'm doing a podcast with you. Why not? Let's yeah. more things off the list of things I'd love to do. Totally, totally. But, um, no, I and, mean. And then I make. 
do do right. I, what I'm saying is is do your own podcast. Okay. Record your own podcast. Find something that you like, you know, squid killing, oh, I whatever. Know. I keep telling me and my sister always talk about it, having like a YouTube channel or something because she has a an idea that she's been pitching for a long time and I keep trying to urge her to do it. So then just do it. Just I start you know, it. I know. And Tim, the thing is that I was going to tell you, like, I am, I admire you so much because you put your mind to something and you're doing it. I well, have I a try. million ideas rolling around my head. Well, I have let, a million ideas and I won't do it. And let it let just, me put it this way. It I've, got, me off. I've got a million and 999,999 haven't been done. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But you know, you have the ideas and you're doing them. I think well, it's fantastic. Well, I appreciate yeah. that. I mean, it's you know what yeah. though. I I I took a course, and I won't say the name or anything like that because I don't have the rights, you know, or whatever for legality reasons. Right. But I took a course a couple years ago, and it really kind of changed my mindset. It kind of changed my whole idea of doing things. And the thing that got me wanting to do this is, you know, I I, I don't know if you know, you I, you usually comment on some of my Facebook stuff once in a while, but I had a lot of people die that were close to me last year. And yeah. it kind of got me thinking, you know, you know, maybe I should do something about this. And the best kind of, you know, healing is laughter. And, you know, I, uh, I decided to just go ahead and go for it. Because I was originally going to do a different podcast. And I just didn't, my heart mm-hmm. wasn't in it. And I'm like, you know, I've always been fascinated with death. So I'm going to do something about death. And then with all that happening, I'm like, it, it just, it felt right. It felt normal, you know. It, and so. It kind of, <clears throat> in a morbid way, kind of pushed you towards that. If you think about it, I mean. Oh, yeah. After all those stuff happening in your life he's like hey, is this kind of a sign that i should maybe be doing this then you know i mean like i said it's morbid to think that way of no, course but no i uh it does get you thinking absolutely well and and everything happens you know in your in and out of your life that you know i i i think i'm not going to say that everything happens for a reason but i think there is some some truth to that because You know, I've talked on different episodes of how there are, you know, I think there's like a multiverse. I think that everything is kind of happening all at once anyway. And so in some regards, it is happening for a reason, just maybe at different times than we expect. And maybe it's not so much that their deaths caused me to do this podcast, but maybe their deaths was that final little push that I needed to do it, you know? Right. So, and again, it's all speculative. But uh, no, and, and, and the reason why I bring all that up is it's not to be all like, hey, I'm making a podcast, blah, blah, blah. It's more like I'm doing it because one of the things I learned in the course is it's not about me. I'm doing this because I want to be able to hopefully help people. I've had a couple of people reach out and say, you know, I, it, I lost my mother recently and it really helped me cope with, you know, just the concepts of what if and what else is out there. And that means a lot. Yeah. And that's the thing that's going to make me keep right. doing this, you know? So if you've got right. something out there that, you know, if, if your sister and you have an idea and you're like, you know what, we could reach, we could reach a, a group of people that this could help. I say, go for it because fuck right. life is too short. <laughs> you know? Amen. <clears throat> it is. Holy cow. Is it too short? Yeah. And, you yeah. know, it's so bad that you don't realize that until you're older. Yeah. And then life is really short. And at that point, and you think of all the years you could have done all these things and you didn't do them, you know, and totally. I think we realize it too late sometimes. Well, and I, I heard a quote recently that uh, I have written on a, a dry erase board in my bedroom and it says, in a nutshell, it's the regret of discipline or the, re- or sorry, the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. In other words, you can deal with, you know, going through the mechanics of getting something, i.e. a podcast or uh, a YouTube show or whatever it happens to be. You know, if you want to start a bakery or whatever thing, whatever dream you've got, uh, 
you can go through the discipline because you got to do. You, it's not just going to ha- happen to you easily. You know, everything takes work. Right. Anything worth it takes work. Or you can have right. the pain of regret, and that is lying on yep. your deathbed, going, "I should have." Yep, and that's funny you're saying that because that has been uh, on the forefront of my mind lately, dealing a lot with my parents and everything right now. Um, is the fact that I don't want to get to that point in my life where I have a ton of regrets. Yes. Because I see that with my parents. I love my parents dearly. You know, I take I help take care of them. Yeah. Um, I'm over there three times a week doing stuff for them and so oh, forth. Wow. But yeah. I see a lot of, yeah, I see a lot of, uh, a lot of things that they say and do that I look at them and I say, you know, you don't want to be on your deathbed and regret that. I've said that to them so many times. Yeah. Um, so often lately, and it's really kind of helping me see things about myself that, yeah, you know what, I, I don't want to be in that position. And so it's really kind of funny that you you just said that, because it really has been on the forefront of my mind lately. So I don't want to. I don't want to be on my deathbed and say, I should have done this, I should have done that, I, I wish I didn't do that, I you know. So it's that, maybe it's that push I need. Yeah, just like yeah. you're saying, just that little bit of push that you need to do what you want to do. So maybe you just helped me there, Mr. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that you have, and keep this in mind, you've got one of the best commodities in your hands right now, and that is time. Yeah. If you're not doing, yep. uh, you know, if, you, if you're not working a nine to five and the, the commute and spending 50, 55 hours a week dealing with that nonsense that the vast yeah. majority of us don't want to deal with, you know, you've got, right, look right. at that as a blessing. Look at that as the, hey, shit, I could spend 20 hours a week on a podcast. And you know what? Even if she only yeah. works, wow, my voice just crackled. <clears throat> Even if she only works <laughs> on it. Like, again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is the fourth time. Um, no, but even if she only works on, uh, uh, you know, just the recording or whatever, and yeah. you do all the other stuff, the editing, all that kind of stuff, you can learn that stuff. Anybody can learn sure. that part of it, you know? And the only time anything great happens is when you step outside your comfort zone anyway. You sit inside exactly. your comfort zone, nothing happens. And that's so funny because I have stopped and so stuck inside my comfort zone and so afraid to step out and do anything. I'm afraid of failure and disappointment. Why are you afraid of you failure? Know? And, um, because I think um, a lot of my life relationships that I've had and, and so forth with people from childhood up through my being an adult um, have not been the most supportive of me. And have not said the nicest things to me um, to make me feel like I'm capable of doing things. And I unfortunately let that get in my head, yeah. you know. And and that's difficult to get out of when you've had that your pretty much your whole life. Well, and um, I, but I have a supportive husband who keeps pushing me, like you can do this, you can do this, you can do this. You yeah, know? I met your and, husband. He's he's a great guy. I'll be, I, forgive me, yeah. I can't remember his name, but he seems really fun. When we were at the reunion the one time, oh yeah, a couple times. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and actually, yeah. it was like just like an art class. We were like the kids in the back of the room at the reunion. We were the yep. kids in the back of the room. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> there were a handful of us <laughs> that hung sure. together. <laughs> back in that little corner. Just, yep. Yep. Uh, yep. I, I remember those. That was a good time. That was a good time. <laughs> that was a real good time. Totally. But, but yeah, uh, so I, I really need to to remember that. You know, I'm not here to impress anybody. No. Really. No. Yeah. No. I'm not here to impress anybody. I just want to be me, and I don't want to be afraid to be me. Like you're so goofy, <laughs> and I love it, and oh, I'm so goofy. Yeah. But I get people looking at me like I'm strange. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, well, you know what? And, uh, this that's something that I that's something that I thought about just today on the way over here to uh, to the studio, and uh, notice I call it the studio, not Chris's garage. Um, I anyway, like it. <laughs> anyway, on the way to the studio here, I'm sitting there thinking, and and so many people. It occurred to me today. I think I realized why you see the you see the guys who are in the kind of like the the douche mobiles and all that revving their engine and having oh, yeah. a gun it and everything. And it's like you know what? This is no different from a couple, you know, turkeys fluffing up their feathers trying to get the attention oh, yeah. of you know. And it's like you know what? Don't don't have people get your attention or get you know don't get people's attention by your toys or your stuff yeah. or your house. Get attention. Make them pay attention to you for you. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's, it's, you know, but it's, it's true. It's like the people who are buying the toys and all that, and sure, it makes them happy, but for how long, you know, and it's like, it's the notice me bug that people have, but there's two, there's two strands of that notice me bug. There's that notice me for my stuff. And there's that notice Mm -hmm. me for me, notice me for my talents, you know? Yeah. And, you know, yeah. it, pursue that stuff. You know, maybe you could do like a YouTube channel on, on drawing. I've seen some of your drawings. You know, you should, you could teach drawing. people that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I yeah. mean. Yeah, and seeing that, the things I've thought about. I mean, I do the jewelry making now. That's my main thing I'm doing now. I nice. love to do it. Nice. And, you know, I, <laughs> it's so funny because the moment anybody wants to buy one of my pieces, I feel like. I don't know what it is. I tighten up and I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, it's, is it the money silly. side? Do you not want to, do you not want to charge people money? Cause I know that's one of the things that people have a hard time with. I have a hard time with that. That's when it comes a hard to, time. Yes. That yeah. is hard for me because I don't want to be too expensive, but also, you know, I have to take into account the time I put into it. The, Absolutely. The materials and everything like that. Yes. And really it's, it's a self-confidence thing. That's what it is. It's a self-confidence thing. And I know it's good. I, you know, you can look at it and say, yeah, this is really great. I love this. And when somebody else takes an interest in it, I love that. But the moment it's saying, I want to buy this, it's like, whoa, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> well, but you know what? There's a, there's a thing. Maybe you're going after wrong after the wrong market. Because think about this. Yeah. I w- there's this place uh, uh, in, in Bay City that's this art studio. And I was talking to, I think he was a professor out at Saginaw Valley at the time. But my wife and I stopped in there one day just to check it out. And, you know, and this is in Bay City, mind you. So you're not going to be able to get, demand the prices that you could in a bigger city. But oh, right. he had this uh, student of his who had this painting and she had $75 listed on it. And he said, well, you know what? Maybe go home, tweak it a little bit, but raise the price. And, uh, and she came back and, you know, no one even looked at it when it was 75 bucks. She came back, didn't change a thing, added a zero on it, and it sold like in an hour. Wow. 750 bucks because now wow. it must be worth something. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yes, I art do. is in the eye of the beholder, but you know, and this, this goes for everybody out there. If you've got, I'm not saying gouge people on prices, but don't undersell yourself. Right. So many people are so willing to go, well, no one's going to spend more than $25 on a bracelet. Well, how the fuck yes. long did you work on it? If you spent four hours right. on it right. and you, it should be at least 80 bucks. You know, yeah, that's 20 bucks yeah. an hour, you know, yeah. and it's like it, it, that should be the low end. And because right. it's it's you got to look at it that way, not to mention materials, not to mention all the other stuff. Now, yeah, if you're able to crank these things out in 15 minutes, sure. Charge $20 for it, you know. Sure. But yeah, and there's some of them that I can do that for. So, I mean, yeah, but yeah. there are some that take, take three or four days, you know, 
So yeah, I, three or four I days, totally that agree. thing should be, that should easily have another zero on it then. You know, and, and oh, yeah. you're not going to sell, but here's the thing is you, you start a website. Uh, God, this is now turning into some kind of like self-help ch- podcast. You know, this is, I know. this is not, let's laugh about death. This is <laughs> how to make money. But <laughs> <laughs> hell, these conversations go all over the place. If you've listened to them, you know that. So. <laughs> That's what I love about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's, I believe me, I've, I've, I've pursued all this kind of stuff and you know and it's a case of you know get, build a shopify store whatever and even if you don't sell a bunch yeah. if you can do them and just have them out there and if you sell one or two and you know it's it's just a case yeah. of you if you can sell them for more you don't have to sell as many right you know right. you're right that's true that's very true yeah, it's so very true and in fact one story that just blew my mind was this uh article i read of an artist who had a uh a painting and uh, he had $4,000 on it. And the woman, you know, it, this was like one of these high up mucky muck type, you know, penthouse apartments in Long Island kind of thing. Right. And she was like, she goes to cut him a check and she writes the check for 40000 And he goes, oh, no, 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 it's only $4,000. And she goes, well, if it's only $4,000, it must be crap. And she tore it up. Uh-huh. And so yeah. she's thinking $40,000, that's reasonable. $4,000, that's garbage. <laughs> So, yep. price your price I'll, your. I'll art. take anybody who wants to give me forty thousand. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, but it's, I wouldn't say a word. Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> be like, oh, check quickly. Sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just be like, you sure? Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, but yep, you know, yep, it's yep. it's just a case of don't undersell yourself. You know, right? And and that's For sure. If you've got the time, take the. Uh, I almost said we got the beer. If you got the time. You know, do the uh, do do that. Get you owe it to yourself. You know, sure. I, I before do. you run out of You're time. Right. So you're absolutely right. Okay, next caller. Yeah. Uh. Oh, Doctor Doctor Tim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doctor Tim. Let's see. Next caller, we have somebody who's got you know penile dysfunction. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. So uh, the other day, I walked into a wall. Um, I um, I didn't really know that I shouldn't do that with a hard on, but it was on a dare. <laughs> No, so. <laughs> but, uh, so. Oh my gosh, you share my sense of humor. I love it. Okay. <laughs> That's why I wanted you on. So, but uh, okay, let's get on a serious note now. So, yeah. What uh, I put an invite out there of uh, you know people saying, hey, if you've got an interesting story or interesting theory or anything like that about death, hit me up. Let's talk about it. What yep. what is there something that you wanted to share that something that you know an experience that you yeah. had or or something along those lines oh jim i've had so many experiences in really Dude. different yeah different different ways um you know first and foremost um as far as what do i think happens when we die one of your guests that you had said that it's different for everybody and i Totally. totally agree with that i i completely totally agree. agree and that's something that. i never thought yeah. about until she said that and i'm like oh my god yes because everybody's yeah. life is different, you know, so why would their death be the same? Well, when I heard her say that, I'm like, that's it. That was the words I needed to put to what I had thought, you know, all along. Because there are so many different types of experience people have. Like, like you know, I've known they see the white light. For people with near-death experiences, they see a white light. Mm-hmm. Or they see complete blackness. Um, but then you think, what about the people that our spirits that are still roaming around this earth. Absolutely. You know, that are stuck. What happened with them? Yeah. Uh, 
some had come back saying, yeah, I saw Jesus. I talked to Jesus, you know, because mm-hmm. there's so many different experiences people have had. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, my my thinking is that there is no one direct way that we all go. There is no one direct experience. Um, and I believe that everybody's experience is their own. True. And nobody's going to share exactly what they go through. Yeah, yeah. But we really won't know until we do pass over exactly. what, that is, what that is like. Yeah. And that's so, that's the irony of life. Whether that, you know, I don't yeah. know if it's the irony, if that's the right term. I, I always hear, no, that's a coincidence. No, this would be the irony. This would be the irony is yeah. if you are, you know, you don't find out what happens when you die until you die. You know, you could search yep. your whole life. You just, you don't have the answer. And it's, it's kind of a come. sad joke. Oh, gosh, yeah. You know? Who, I mean, we all fear the unknown. Oh, of course. Whether we want to admit it or not. To some degree or yeah, another. Yeah, not knowing. Yeah. Yeah, and not knowing what happens when we die. That's, you know, I, I used to be so afraid to die. Because, <laughs> I mean, you, you know, as a kid, you see and hear all these different things that make you fearful of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not that, I'm not in that place anymore. It's like, well, when I die, I die. That's, and that's where I'm at now. I can do about it. Well, and the, and yeah. the yeah. thing, the comforting, you know, the peace of mind that that if you're okay with dying, at least admitting that, yeah, I can't avoid it. So why right. why worry about it? Because it's uh, uh, Steve, you know, uh, uh, Prozac. Yeah. Um, he mm-hmm. he always had. There'd be times where I was a neurotic freak when we were working on the movies, and I'm like, well, what about this? What about this? He's like, we'll worry about that when it comes up. And I never really yeah. could get that, and it's like, you know what? Because and then it, it, it dawned on me recently where it's like, okay, if you're worried about, well, what happens when we get to New York? And it's like, well, yeah, but you might end up in Florida. You know what I mean? Right. Why worry about right. that yeah. when you could end up in a whole different place? Or why worry about the, you know, the, the, uh, the, the car repairs because you might win the lottery. Who knows? You know I mean? It, life could change right. on you in a dime. So it's like, why right. worry about that until it is an issue? And so, exactly. Yeah. So death is only an issue you when you're fear dying. It. Yeah. Well, if you fear dying, then living is not much fun. Exactly. Really. Exactly. You and know? that's. And yeah. So I mean, it's, it's, there's no sense in putting yourself to that. I mean, I have my love, my sister dearly, but she is so afraid of getting old. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> you no, know? she's a lot of those, and it's like, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen anyway. So just go with it, you know, and. Don't fear it so much because then living is not so much fun because then you're fighting to try and stay young your whole life or you're fighting to try and live, you know, as long as you can, which is great. I mean, who doesn't want to live as long as they can? Yeah, yeah. But then you're missing out on everything else in life because that's all you focus on. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's all you're focusing on. Well, and honestly, I think think that people need to do what they really want to do if they can. You know, I mean, yeah, I can't, I, I'm not yeah. going to say it's as easy to just be like, quit your job and go become a rock star. Yeah, sure. You know, that. Mm-hmm. like everybody can do that, you know, or, you know, right. but if you can at least, I, I said this on a previous episode, make happiness your side gig, you know, do the thing that you love yeah. and make that the thing that you, and maybe that might turn into something. But at, the problem I think that most people have is they're waiting for the day to end at work. 
they're waiting for the weekend to yep. come. The weekend flies by, and then all of a sudden it's Sunday night at 10 o'clock, and they're dreading Monday, and all they can do is wait for Friday. Well, you're, right. you're wishing for five-sevenths of your life to end. Yeah. What kind of life is yeah. that? You know? Exactly. And I'm and stuck in a, a day job like that that I'm not a real huge fan of, you know? And it's like I, I sit there right. going, oh, one mobile day end. And it's like, geez, I'm, I'm sitting there waiting for my life to end. Yeah. And that's, yep. you know. And it, that's, that's when, you know, you're wishing, you're wishing your time away. You're wishing your life away. Exactly. And I don't think people realize they're doing that. No, you know? no. And people don't think about well, the fact that they put in 40 years and it's like, well, but I could put in 40 years and then I, then I can retire and, and I can go, you know, blah, okay, fine. What if you can't? What if you die? What if in that 40 years you're, you know, you're working at a job and, and all of a sudden you have a heart attack or you, you retire at 65 and at 66 you're dead, you know? Right. And that's, right. you know, and I'm not trying to advocate for everybody now. to just walk out of their job, <laughs> although that would be funny. Boy, I wish we could. I know. <laughs> I'd make my husband walk out of his job. <laughs> so I can have some time with him. All of a sudden, I'm on, <laughs> I'm on like much. Fox News and they're like, conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> Unknown podcasters <laughs> causes worldwide strike. But, uh. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll hide from all of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just. I just, I think people are too, you know, too busy wanting their life to be over with, you know, and so yeah. it gets back to what we were talking earlier. Just start, just go, start going for it. And the only way you're going to learn is through failure. And if you screw it up, That's you just right. pick up and keep going. So, That's right. That's right. And it's absolutely truth. I mean, the failure, we have all kinds of failure from little things to big things, but we keep going. You got to still wake up the next morning, you know, and. God willing, you still wake up the yeah. next morning. So well, you might as well just keep trying. And sometimes you but, don't. Um, you know, you gotta you gotta keep that in mind yeah. too. So every night, every morning, you should you know be at least a little bit grateful that wow, I'm still here. So yeah, yeah. Know, and this podcast is called "Let's Laugh About Death," but it also ce- celebrates life. So that's what we're doing. We're celebrating life. Sure. Right so can't have you can't have death unless you have life, right? It's I totally. mean, it's you have to have lived. Yeah. Well, and, and <laughs> death is a live. lot longer. You know, well, at least so we speculate. You're going to be dead a lot right. longer than you're going to be alive. Unless, of course, we are eternal and therefore it's just going to be a cyclical thing. And, you know, who knows? But again, we won't know. Well, and that's that's what brings me to um, when we talk about energy and such. I mean, that's what we all are is energy. We're energy. So in and that regard, we are eternal. You know, the, yeah, those those exactly. atoms and everything just keep and, going on. Right. But and, I mean, I guess I was referring more to like a reincarnation kind of thing or something. Oh, well, you know what? I totally don't rule that out. I used I mean, to. I mean, I think, did you? Well, I mean, let's be honest. I was, you know, Irish Catholic. I had to. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, I was Catholic as well, so I get it. I yeah, mean, you know what I'm talking um, about. You think anything outside that box and, yeah. I totally, totally get it. Um, I guess the older I got, the more, I hate to say it this, but the more I got away from Catholicism and, and all that, I don't. Yeah, I I mean, I consider myself a Christian, you know. That only is because of years and years of searching yeah. and having some extremely bad circumstances fall in my lap that I caused myself. Well. That I tried to find what was bigger than me out there. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, I was a pretty severe alcoholic. Oh, wow. And... Um, not ashamed to say I had two DUIs. Okay. Almost went to jail. Wow. And um 
Yeah, so, I mean, it was a question that I just remember when I got pulled over that second time, the cop uh, started walking up to my car, and I literally said out loud, thank you, God, because I couldn't go on like this anymore. And I knew I couldn't. Damn. And I knew that that circumstance, as horrible as it was, was the first step to me no longer being caught in that vicious cycle. It was a God so, yeah, it was a God smack. Yeah. It was, I, Tim, I was in the courthouse in front of the judge who didn't believe a word I said and had the bailiff handcuff me. Wow. I was getting ready to go to jail and that man got up to, to leave the courtroom and then turned around and looked at me and asked me, if I let you go, can you stay out of trouble? And I said, yes, sir, I can. And he said, uncover. Holy shit. He was ready to walk the courtroom. If that's not a God thing, if yeah. that's not a higher being looking out for me and giving me that second chance. Definitely. Third yeah, chance. I don't know what it, you know. Yeah. And I never drank again after that. Never had a drink of alcohol. That was in that's, 2008. That is awesome. That is very awesome. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. that's, uh, that, yeah, it, it's little things like that that it's kind of like, what would cause that judge to change his mind at the last second? Right. I mean, literally the last second. How much time were you facing? Oh, gosh. I, I couldn't even tell you because it was my second one. And yeah. he knew it was my second one, even though I hadn't had, like, the first one was six years prior. Mm-hmm. And he just wasn't buying anything I was saying. And yeah. uh, so <laughs> I went to, after I left him, I had to go right to the probation officer mm-hmm. who told me, he said, I don't know what happened in there, but in all the years that I have worked here and that judge has been here, he has never had somebody handcuffed and then let him go. Wow. So. <laughs> that's that's pretty freaking you know, wild. I mean, that's, yeah. that's on that par. That make you think. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that doesn't make you think that something had to be on my side at that moment. Definitely. That's what really made me search out and start looking for answers and um, really kind of develop a relationship with God. Let's just say that. Yeah, no, that's, and, and there's, uh, that's totally fine. That's, I, I don't personally, and it's not that I don't believe in God. I believe in something bigger. I cannot deny that there's yeah. something bigger out there, you know, yeah. whether that is, you know, and, and, and I don't mean to, cause you're, you're saying you're specifically saying God, but I mean, for all we know, we're in a program. We're in a, you know, we're being reincarnated. Where who knows what? Uh, but even if it's, right. a, you know, if it's a science experiment, that's still God in in that context. You know, but, I say God because that is what most people know exactly. And and, and lately, I can say it's, higher power. Yes, you know. Well, some would say the universe behind us all. Yes, yes. yes. You know, well, and, I mean, and, it's, it's just that there's something intelligent that's bigger than us. Totally. Here. Totally, one hundred percent. Yeah, I, so that I one hundred percent agree because, with. It's yeah, it's, it's that easier would be what to. I would say God. You got it. That, yeah. No. And and yeah. To me, to me, in a lot of regards, God and the universe are one and the same. Sure. You yeah. know. And then totally there are also a lot of speculation that we are all part of God, being the universe, being the energy, being the star stuff, being all that kind of stuff. And right. But I do think that there is a higher power that's kind of like the the thing that. Uh, Talking with a recent uh, recent guest, you know this whole uh, uh, like roulette wheel of things that happen that can happen. You know, it's like there's somebody spinning yeah. that wheel, you know, and that you yeah. just happen to yeah. get on a on a lucky break right there, and it was something bigger. I mean, a lot of people think of a yeah. miracle as being, 
you know, oh, wow, the like my wife, she flipped off of I-75 going, you know, 75 miles an hour. Someone cut her off. She flipped off into the ditch upside down, wow. walked out without a scratch, without a scratch. Wow. People, but, but the reason wow. why I bring that up is people go, well, that's a miracle that she's lucky. That's, you know, whatever. But what you had was the same kind of thing. Your life could have been ruined yeah. in a different way. Right. You right. know, she could have ended up exactly. crippled. She could have ended up, yeah. uh, you know, brain dead or dead. But she didn't. You could have ended up having 10 years in prison. You could have ended up going mm-hmm. down a much darker road. You could have ended up getting to the point where, you know, you, your marriage was wrecked. Your kids don't talk to you, whatever. Yep. And so yep. that's a miracle, too. And, you know, Kim, it's, it's very strange because my oldest son um, is atheist. Okay. So we have this in the household, <laughs> you know, <laughs> this kind of... Going back and forth, um, but I think now after a few years of really kind, I mean, we did bump heads, I won't lie. You know, I he wanted to get his point across, I wanted to get my point across, we of course. were not meeting in the middle. But yeah. now there's a mutual respect. There's a mutual respect for what I believe and there's for what he believes. Um, I, but I just like, I, I think about him. He's very scientifically minded. I mm-hmm. mean, he just graduated from computer science. Um, well, degree. a lot of scientists and, are atheists or at least agnostic. Yeah, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And I just, uh, I just kind of give him a little hint. Like, you know, Brendan, if it wasn't for my belief in, in what I believe in, I wouldn't be the mom I can be now. Yeah. Because I was going down the wrong path. If it wasn't for that, we would be having a whole different life. Absolutely. It would not be the way it is now. So yeah. I think he starts to, re- he's starting to respect a little more about where I'm coming from. And I hope maybe I'm kind of getting him to think a little differently. Not that he's wrong, Tim, don't get me wrong. Okay? Yeah. Because yeah. I, but I would rather live my life believing that there is a God, die and find out there's not, than to live my life not believing and die to find out that there is. And find out, oops. Because, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, to do imagine. Yeah. If well, you get there and you're like, ah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But was, you know what? I honestly, I think we were given the free will. You know, a lot of people think we're given the free will to just obey and, and, and follow. But I think a lot of it is also comes down to your actions. You know, if you're, oh, for sure. you know, and, and I know people who were very, very religious type, you know, I'll call them Bible thumpers, so to speak, who, mm-hmm. well, you've got to be, you know, you've got to be 100% faithful and, and, you know, uh, uh, the, 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 the killer on death row, if he, as long as he changes his ways and believes he's able to go to heaven, but the, the atheist who, you know, gave all, gave all this time to the poor and built houses for the poor. Sorry, he's fucked. You know, that's one right. thing I don't believe in. So I think there's a lot of gray area. I agree. There, you know, I and agree. So, I talk, I'm not your typical, you know, I, Christians get a bad name. They, they do. Really they name. do. Because let's be honest, yeah. a lot of your, uh, that's the thing I think where, where your son is probably coming from is one of the problems with religion and religious beliefs is one side thinks they're right. Right. And you get wars exactly. and you get, you know, you get things like yeah. this West, what is it? The, the, uh, West, whatever Baptist that's always protesting at oh, soldiers, yeah. funerals yeah. and gay, you know, gay marriages, all that kind of stuff, you know? And it's like, uh, yeah. you know, that, that's just, come on, you know? And my, I, I, yeah. I will respect anybody's beliefs as long as it doesn't impact me and doesn't impact 
you know, the way that right. I'm living. If, 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 you know, if you are somebody who, even if you think that something that somebody else is doing is a sin, don't get in their face about it because you know what? It's only going to make exactly. them do it more, you know? That's, you know, the whole thing with, um, I mean, we're really getting off topic here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, by the way, just so we can cover the topic, people die. Okay, let's get back to what we were talking about. People die. <laughs> People die. And I have been visited by my loved ones that have died in dreams and everything. Okay. Which was something I was going to bring up. Let's bring that up. Um, let's bring that up. We got some time. Yeah. Let's get into that because that's the kind of stuff that this is really about. I mean, we did talk sure. about, though, yep. we got on the subject of, of, you know, what you think, you know, the the the, the afterlife, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so we touched on it. Yeah. But, again, this doesn't have to stay 100% on there. So it's a conversation. Right. Right. After this, I we're going to talk about, you know. I like to talk about everything. <laughs> totally. We're going to get into video um, games here in a second. But, no, I'm kidding. No, well, yeah, I know. I mean, you know, I got some, we got a, we got a couple, like, the Wii here and whatever that new the one. The Wii. I, I got a Wii, called. too. How old we are we that Wii. we're like, Don't yeah, that thing. we're still rocking an Atari 2600, you know. <laughs> well, you know what? We have, like, like four different kinds of units here. So. Nice. Nice. Well, you, get, um, you got kids that are into that. My kid just plays on his computer. That's all he really gets into. And that like my twenty six year old, he's he's the one that lives here. My other two do not live with me, believe it or not. Oh really? Okay. Um, the younger ones. Yeah, they don't live with me. Um my oldest does. He's just graduated college, so <laughs> he's on his computer all the time. Yeah, well he's a computer science but, major. Um, yeah, yeah. He's working on a website for a lawyer, right? So nice. That's nice. pretty cool. Good yeah. For him. Yeah, yeah. Well that's very cool. If he can start doing that and you know, start getting out there yeah. and and and, and you know, separate himself from the rest of the crowd. I can, if you want, I can give you some pointers mm-hmm. and stuff. I'm working with a uh, a business consultant who uh, uh, we're helping small businesses to be able to stand out, basically amongst the crowd. Oh, yeah. So nice. Yeah, we'll talk more about that. Wow. Let me get more into that. Sure. Uh, you know, I got to yep. learn more steps about that. But in, in a few months or a few weeks, even hit me up and we'll talk more about it. So, but uh, okay. Awesome. Now that okay. I've plugged that. Okay. So. <laughs> Wow, we're this, just running the gamut here. This on is everything. like I should call um, this like just ADD heaven. You know, it's just this is all <laughs> over the place. <laughs> well, I am a sanguine personality, and if you're familiar with that, I'm the kind of person that will walk out of the store and a not only forget where she parked, but what car she drove to the store. So <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. my focus is like non-existent, and I'll go every place with it. So nice, nice. That would be my personality. <laughs> okay, well then that works. That's why we're talking about everything and part cheesy exactly. and whatever. That makes sense. Yes, that makes sense. Yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, no. so <laughs> relatives <laughs> visited relatives. Yes, visiting relatives. This I is had crazy. a uh, <laughs> two. <laughs> not surprising though um i've had two grandmothers that had passed away and within a few months of them passing had visited me in my dreams and the only the reason i wanted to bring it up was because and i also had a very dear friend that passed away and he did the same thing um i mean not that he died yeah but you know what i mean not that he died but yeah that they i it was the thing was which was so cool about each uh all three of the experiences was they looked like themselves, mm-hmm. okay, but like my grand grandmothers were old. Obviously, they had the wrinkles. They mm-hmm. had all the gray hair, and they had the white hair in the in my uh, dreams and everything. But like they were old looking, but they didn't have the wrinkles. They were like really smooth looking. It's just really hard to explain. No, that's you know so, I've I, I, continue continue. I've heard some theories on this, but continue. 
Okay. So I knew, though, in my dream, like my one grandmother, I said, what are you doing here, Grandma? You passed away. What are you... What are you doing here? And she was just sitting there smiling at me. And I remember in my dream, I was in the bathroom getting ready for work. <laughs> you know? and, um, so, I mean, it was like me doing a normal everyday thing. And my sisters and my mom just sitting there smiling at me. And then they pull her over in front of the doorway so I could see her. And, oh, wow. yeah, so it was just, it was like very much like, I am coming to see you. This isn't just me having a dream about grandma baking cookies from a childhood memory or something. Yeah. It wasn't anything like that. It was very much a, um, this was, this is what I'm here for to show you that I'm okay. And she just looked like every wrinkle was gone. Every worry line, every, you know, that worry pain look on somebody's face when they started getting older, it was non-existent, but she was an older woman. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So that was, it was just so cool to me. And well, then I subsequently had the other dreams too. It was the same thing. They were there. They were showing me they were okay. They looked exactly how I remember them. Yet you could tell that they were nothing but at peace. Nice. Just, yeah. So it's just the coolest thing to me. And I felt really privileged that they came to see me. Absolutely. You know? And yeah. So it's the coolest thing to me. It's I, just really awesome. Yeah, no, I, I've only ever dreamt of my dad once. One time in wow. 35 yeah. years, you know, and it was weird. It was like, and 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 he was doing something that he, at least I'd never known him doing. Uh, he might have done it when he was younger or whatever, but we're on a golf course, like playing miniature golf, and all of a sudden he just turns at me and winks, and I wake up. And oh. it was just, but it was weird, because it was like, he looked like himself, because he was pretty young when he died. He was only 50, you know? But, uh, yeah. but it was that simple, you know, but yours, I've heard a theory, especially if they came to you shortly after, you know, shortly after they are gone that, <clears throat> wow, I'm wheezing. Um, they, uh, uh, I've heard a theory that people, when they die, when they come to present themselves in, in like some kind of like recognizable manifestation that they're going to look mm-hmm. around the age of 30 ish. Now, they may have, essentially, it almost sounds like they might have been skin-wise 30-ish, but put on the grandma costume. It'd be like someone yes. who's... Yeah. They put on the grandma costume so you'd recognize them. That is... Wow. You know, I've heard about the 30 coming back and looking at, like, we, when we die, we, we're all 30 years old. I've heard that before. Yeah. Um, that That's how we are on the other side, is we're all in our, our 30s for some reason. I don't know. So you saying that and knowing what I saw in my dreams makes a ton of sense. That's yeah, and if they've got the gray hair, you know, they got the yep. uh uh the best way I can describe it is it sounds like they had on a grandma costume. Did they both do that when yeah. they showed up? They both you know, the the my second one that I actually was the first time I had the dream was with my great grandmother. It was very strange to him. I was in my dream I was on a bus with a bunch of family members. But we started going up into the sky. Okay. okay. We were like, it was all of a sudden like it turned into some kind of roller coaster, but we were on a bus. Mm-hmm. And all these people that were deceased, and I'm laughing because you're going to laugh when I tell you this. These people that were deceased were walking up and down the aisle of this bus. Mm-hmm. And one of them, I'm not kidding you, one of them was John Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> John Wayne dressed in his kind of like hat and everything. Nice. But I just looked at my dad and I said, look, dad, it's John Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> and then 
this woman walked by. She had on this polka dot dress. I remember it was like a big skirt dress. It was polka dot. She had big rim polka dot hat on. It was black and white. <laughs> and I said, oh, look at this lady. And then she turned around. And when she turned around, it was my grandma. And she looked down at me. She says, it's me, honey. It's Grandma Mimi. <laughs> and she had her dark hair because my grandma... She had gray hair, but she wore wigs all the time. Ah, gotcha. So she always had a dark-haired wig on. So she said, it's me, honey, it's Mimi. That's what she said, and she has a big grin. And I remember, and then she stood up, and I looked out the windows, and I just remember I felt like uh, every bad feeling of me just washed away. Like, as I was going up, this piece just came right down my body. It was just <laughs> the weirdest thing. And I said, Grandma, I said, she died two weeks before my first wedding. And we had a pic, yeah, we had a picture of her up at the wedding um, on the altar at the church. Mm -hmm. And we had uh, flowers that we had her, you know, corsage and everything. We had it sitting on the pew where she was going to sit. So I said, I missed you at my wedding. And she said, that's okay, honey. I look at, I look at all your pictures on your wall. I had just hung those pictures up the night before. I had that dream. Nice. Yeah. So I looked out the window of this bus, and out of the clouds were all these angels coming out. Nice. And coming towards the bus. And then I woke up. And I was so bummed that I woke up because I wanted to stay there. It was so peaceful. Oh, yeah. And I, you know, I got up, went out in the living room, right to the wall with the pictures, and stood there. And I said, I'm standing here with you, Grandma, looking at the pictures. So, I mean, profound. It was profound. Found. Well, and I that's never the thing is, like that. You, you you probably can't even put it fully into words on how you feel versus right. what happened, and you know, and and but it's <clears throat> you know, there's there's theory that dreams are are glimpses into other possibilities. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying that there are flying buses out there, but who's to say there aren't? Yeah. You know, um, and maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's a glimpse into what happens when you die. You're going to ride on a big yeah. bus up into the sky. You know, other people are going to go on a Maybe. flying Pegasus. Who knows? You know, um, I talk. I honestly think I visited some realm of heaven. I, yeah. I, there was no, I really honestly felt that way. Cause I said this, the way that the peace washed over me, mm-hmm. I didn't have any pain. I didn't have any sorrow. I had none of that. Nice. nice. And I just thought, I think I just went in, went like on the outside rim of heaven or just gotten that little bit of space there for that few minutes to see my grandma and then came back that I would to the day I die. I will say that's exactly what happened. That's, and there there's no other explanation. And how are you, who, who could argue it? You know, and right. some people would right. of course give you the whole, well, the neurons in the brain, they fire in such a yeah. way where it's going to blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, but you know what though? It's kind of like, have you ever had that imagery before? Uh, no. Yeah, that, that's that's no. my point. If if all of a sudden you imagined you were in Grandma's kitchen again and she's baking cookies for you, and all of a sudden she turns around and goes, "What do you think of Forrest Gump?" It's like, okay, these are all things right. that come out of your memory, you know. Right, right, but right. If you never imagined that, you never thought of that before. You never that wasn't something that you dreamed of or you thought of as a kid or anything like that. That that it was completely foreign to you. For all we know, it is a a multi dimension type of format of. Mm-hmm. A way that heaven could exist for people, yeah. you know. I yeah, I 
like I said, you know, I've had a lot of things that I can write off as coincidence or, oh, yeah. um, you know, just kind of like that. Yeah, that's just my weird dreams. Like when I keep dreaming, my husband's going to leave me well. <laughs> you know, and wake up mad at him. Um, you know, it's just a <laughs> stupid dream, you know, yeah. I do. I'll wake up pissed. Yeah. <laughs> You're lucky again. <laughs> like, oh, Lord. Poor guy. Yeah, um, yeah. But, you know, that thing, that's just, that's just your mind being. Your mind. You're, you know, yeah, it's your opinion, mind. But... It's a fight or flight kind of thing. It's your mind. Exactly. Yeah, that's all that is. That's all that is. But when you've yeah. got something that's very vivid where you feel and you smell and you taste and you everything and it's mm-hmm. like you're in another realm, you know, it's uh, almost like the third eye opening up kind of thing. So Right. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, so... Think, uh, I think it's possible to visit other other realms, you know, I mean, there, there are some who oh, would argue yeah. that drugs can do that for you. You know, uh, uh, peyote right. and LSD and things like that are opening up that third eye that can that can bring you into that other portal. And people are like, well, it's just the brain synopsis and blah, 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 and doing that kind of crap. And it's like, okay, right. but, but, you know, if there's anything I've learned is that listening to, you know, the higher level scientists and, and, and the, the big deep thinkers and all that kind of stuff is a lot of them have come to the conclusion that we really don't know anything. Exactly. You know, and, and exactly. look at scientists from 500 years ago. They thought, you know, they, they, they were like, okay, yeah, this is a pinnacle. The Renaissance, this is a pinnacle. This is where we're at. And, you know, then right. we had the Industrial Revolution and then we had, you know, the Internet and, you know, all these things that are coming. There are things that we can't grasp yet. You know, right. that, that are going to happen. I mean, right. f- for all we know, there are going to be things that we could develop that would allow us to tap into all of our own existences all at once. You know, yeah. the multiple universe yeah. of every incantation or, or incar- incarnation is the word I'm looking for. Incantation is more of a chant. Uh, the multiple <laughs> incarnations of Jen, you know. And you can talk yeah. to every one of them and have conversations with them. And it's like, well, that sounds preposterous. Yeah, but we're able to watch freaking movies on our cell phones now. That was Star Trek. Yeah. You know? So who yeah. knows what kind yeah. of developments we're going to have. It's, it's crazy to think, you know? Yeah. It, it's crazy to think of what down the road. I mean, I won't be here any longer, obviously, one day when they really are able to do a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, but you know what, Jim? I honestly don't know if we'll ever know what happens until we die. I don't care how much we advance. Yeah. I don't think that we're supposed to know. I, don't I honestly think we're don't think we're supposed to know. No, yeah. I think that I, I have to agree with that. I don't think science is ever going to fully grasp what's going to happen in in terms of what the living know. You know, yeah. And, and yeah, I I, yeah. I I totally agree because I think almost it's almost kind of like for all we know life is a movie. You know, I've had other people talk about that too. Maybe they don't want to spoil, you know, maybe death is, is the big spoiler. You know what happens on the other side? Well, then yeah. why bother living? Right, right. You know? Exactly. As I say, we're all here in the unknown, but you know what? If, I think if we did know, we would be so afraid to live. Yeah. If we knew exactly what was going to, you know, come on the other side of there. I mean, I don't know. I don't guess I don't think we're we're meant to know. I think it's great that we keep searching for answers. I think it's great that there are as many theories as there are because, oh, yeah. you know, it keeps us really kind of keeps us thinking about it and, and um, the possibilities that, you know, could happen or whatnot. But Absolutely. I don't think I'd really want to know. I don't want to know until I'm there. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it's funny because with my atheist son, he doesn't believe in ghosts or anything, which 
our house is haunted. <laughs> oh, well, why didn't we get <laughs> into that? He tonight, so. Shit, <laughs> we should have gotten into that. <laughs> yeah, oh, we, we could have. We could have. I had a whole lot of stuff. But um, yeah. uh, I told him when I go, when I die, he's going to know ghosts are real because <laughs> I am going to walk up the stairs behind him and pinch his ass all the way up. <laughs> and he's going to know it's me. And he's going to say, well, shit, she was right all along. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> you know. I, I am. I'm going to come back and haunt his ass, I think. <laughs> Do it. Do it. You know what? Even... I, oh, I am. Oh, that plan is put in place. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> awesome. You know, that's... Yeah. I think... Uh, well, you know with the stuff that, that we've touched on in, in, in our in our movies and that, uh, some of the crazy stuff. Yeah. But the, even just outside of the movies, just on a personal level, there have been... You know, so many things that I've seen that I can't deny that people are either coming to visit or people are stuck. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and in yeah. your case, you're haunting them just for a moment. You're going to pinch his ass, but there, you know, there are people that are that do get stuck here. You know, and it's and it's kind of scary yeah. to think that they uh, they don't know. And I I got a theory that it happens when it's a you know when it's a violent type of death. You know, oh, when yeah. all of a sudden they they're yeah, like wait, yeah, or or well, that would almost be more of like a residual type of thing. But residual. I'm talking where they die. They don't know that they're dead. They don't understand what's going on yeah. and they get stuck, you know, or they're, they're, they're right. afraid to cross over or whatever. And, and it's unfortunate because I think a lot of, uh, a lot, a lot of the haunting type things, uh, you know, not, not so much the one where you see the old woman looking out the window every night at 3am. Yeah. Um, yeah. but, uh, I mean, honestly, after my dad died, I was talking to my sister about this the other day. He used to come, we had residual type stuff, imprints from him every day, at the same time, or not every day, but it always happened at the same time where we would smell his pipe and it would be by the, we had a grandfather clock and a cuckoo clock and he was obsessed with going and setting the clocks yeah. at a certain time every night. And you would, you if you stood by those clocks at that time, you would smell his pipe tobacco. That's amazing. That yeah. is amazing. And that's, that's an imprint because it was a routine type of thing, you know, but, but there are people who get, uh, who get stuck. You know, and they just, it's, it's, it's very sad. And that's one of the things we've tried on some of the episodes is to, uh, you know, to try and help people at least realize, Hey, they're, you're, you're stuck here. You need to move on, you know? So, well, you know, and it's, it's sad because me and my husband love to, to go to antique stores and, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we love antique stores and we go to as many of them as we can when we go anywhere around Michigan usually. And, um, I am very keenly aware of energy. I've been, I've had that gift for years. Nice. And it, yeah. And I will be in an antique store. Like we were in Traverse city at one, this little one that was way back in a cornfield. I mean, it was just this out of the way little place. And I walked in and I was fine. Walk when I walked in, I was completely fine. I come around the corner, spy these stairs. I go upstairs. And what happens for me is I hit this energy field that like, uh, like waves. So everything on the inside of me is just like waving up and down. Like I'm just on a boat being up and down on waves. It's wow. Just a, okay. And it makes me nauseous. Oh, wow. Okay. And I have to step back. <laughs> I said, my husband, I can't go over there right now. You know, and he's from time to time, it'll be so strong that he'll actually feel it. And so it, it's nice for me because I feel validated when I know he feels yeah, it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, so then I walked away and, and I went around the store a little bit and I came back by the stairs because we were going to go up the stairs and it was gone. So it moved off somewhere else. Huh. But I feel that so frequently in 
antique stores and lighthouses is another one that I've had it happen to me. And, and I just, sometimes I just kind of like, well, nope, I'm not going over there. I have to stop and just kind of turn around and walk away. I had one, me and my sister went into in Bay City and she really went in and it just felt like all these spirits were just coming straight at me. And I said, Karen, sorry, gotta go. And I turned out, I walked right back out of the building and I stayed out there while she shopped. I couldn't be in there. It was so bad. Well, and, and you know, maybe it's, maybe the reason why they're attracted to you is you're on a similar frequency and it would be yeah. like, imagine if you were hanging out with 20 people in a room for, you know, what seems like ever. And all of a sudden yeah. a 21st person comes in or a 21st presence comes in. You're like, Hey, hi, how are you? Who are you doing? You know, blah, blah, blah. they may be friendly. They may not be right. friendly. It might be a get the hell out of here. What are you doing here? Kind of reaction. But either way, yeah. you're feeling 20 presences coming at you and you're like, whoa, I need to get yep. out. Yeah. That makes I, sense. And I did. I had to get the hell out of there real quick. And that's the thing I said to my, me and my husband talk about it all the time. I said, I really honestly think that they know that I can sense them. Yeah, probably. And, yeah. and sometimes I will feel that, that feeling that vibration, if you will, um, through a lot of parts of these stores, sometimes it'll be there and then quickly go. Like, I don't want you to know I'm here. I'm going to get away from you. That's the way I think it gotcha. is, is yeah. going. You know, I just want to hang out with my old pots and pans are here. Pretend <laughs> 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 I'm cooking. Would you just leave me be? You exactly. Know? Exactly. That's sometimes I think what, what maybe is going on. I, I believe that, you know, spirits and people can be attached to their items. I oh, mean, yeah. That's totally... Um, not you know outlandish in any way in my opinion not at I all think that they can well and and, you know. and the thing is is that you you hear about haunting sometimes where the you know there was a house there at one time and they built the house up three feet above where it was before and people yeah. will say they see you know a spirit walking around and all they see is like from the waist up it's like well because they're right. still on their you know building that was three foot lower so it's it's right. They're on a different plane of existence, you know. Uh, I had heard a psychic say once that the, the heaven was only four feet above where we were. I've heard the same thing exactly. You have heard it? Yeah. yeah. No, that, I, yeah. I completely have heard that. Um, but uh, yep. you know, and 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 who's to say that uh, you know it's not a case of it's still eighteen seventy five for them, right? You know, and the, it's and not. The, how is to say that we're not there, though? Yes, That's exactly. What I often think. Am exactly. I there, though? It's kind of like the you movie know, The Others. Yes, yes, exactly. Totally. How do we know that I'm not actually haunting somebody right now? And, and you know, that orb that I went seeing flying through was somebody running away from me. Sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what? I Shit. Mean, you just gave me a wild concept. What if what if hauntings are nothing more than just people who are still alive just 100 years ago? Bumping into each other. Bumping into each other, and we're haunting someone from 100 years from now, and they're haunting yeah. someone from 100 years from there. You know, I mean, it could yeah. be that. It's still spirits. It's still in a different realm. But maybe in their yeah. mind, they're not dead. And maybe they really exactly. aren't dead. But we are telling them, maybe hey. Maybe we're dead, Tim, and we don't <laughs> yeah. know it. And we don't know it, yeah. I mean, that's, really, this is the whole, what if we're dead? Totally. It's, and we don't know it. The, and that's what I love is the that's the reason I did this podcast is it's one big giant what if. What if? Well, what if yeah. this? Well, what if that? And that's what I love about it is because, again, coming back to what you said is we don't know. We don't know. You know? We so, don't know. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So Yeah. Well, I think that's a good place to uh, to wrap it up at this point. Um, I definitely okay. want to hear more about your uh, your your you know, haunted house at some point here. Um, 
you know, maybe yeah. we could set up another another uh, call here in the in the future. Um, sure. You know, we'll talk about all kinds of things, you know, raviolis and things like that. And for 15 minutes, we'll talk yeah. about your hauntings. So, right. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> well, cool. This is very fun. I love I love when the conversations are just very energetic and go everywhere and nowhere. And then they end up somewhere. Oh, yeah. You know? so. all, all in one, one hour. I love it. <laughs> you got it. You got it. So, well, hey, Jen, I definitely appreciate you calling. Uh, I enjoyed this. So, uh, um, you know, take care of yourself. I'm glad to hear that things are working yeah. out for you. And again, definitely go for it. Just go for it. You know, yeah, I get, will. Get, I will. You, you, I, I, heard, I heard a quote recently where it's like, you'll find your wings when you jump off the cliff. You know, that's true. And that's that you, is absolutely true. You, so I, I say, love it. go for it. You know, so cool. Maybe I will. I, okay. <laughs> no, maybe do it. Go for it. You got it. I you will. can do it. So I'll talk. making me a have to now. <laughs> yes. Yes. I got it recorded. You're doing it. You said yes. Okay. Good. No, we got yeah, it. That's true. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> oh. I'll talk to you later. Hold me to it. Yeah. All right, Jeff, thanks. No problem. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye bye. And that was an all over the place kind of conversation there. Um that was great. Yeah, that was an old friend of mine from high school. And uh it was great catching up with her. I uh it was neat to hear, you know, that she had the the, the visitations from relatives and you know, just um, uh having that tapped in feeling with, with the other side and you know, I guess uh, I guess really all I can say is, is to reiterate what I've said time and time again is this whole podcast is about the what if. This whole podcast is, you know, reiterating that we don't know. In the meantime, have yourself a good day. Have yourself a good life. My name's Tim, and I'll see you next week or hear from you next week or you know what I mean. <laughs>